Give me a smile, baby. Why angry face? <laughs> well, uh, what you're saying is very demeaning. Do you know the word demeaning? No. We are saying to you. I could not concentrate on what this old man was saying. And it's not coffee. Everybody got coffee. It's the status of going to Starbucks. Oh my God. Is it really? No, yes. It's, it's, it's status. Oh my God. It's like when you go out at night, you take a picture with somebody. What do they always got in their hand? Put the fucking beer down. But nobody could put the beer down. God forbid they don't party out. God forbid they don't party. Party out? <laughs> what does that mean? Let's put the butt so they can tell I'm drinking. What the fuck? Put the beer down, you fuck. <laughs> Everybody wants to fucking be cool and drink that fucking coffee. Go you, to have you ever had someone look at your cup and go, what is that? Fucking coffee bean? What, you can't afford Starbucks, bro? Why would you wait Dunkin on donuts, bro? Why would you really? wait on that line when I mean, Seven Eleven got the same fucking call? No, it doesn't. No, it it's doesn't. that same. Listen, that Brazilian bold will keep you up for three days. That's what ISIS drinks. Don't tell me my fucking business. We think ISIS drinks fucking take coffee. Fuck you. They drink fucking Brazil. You ever drink Brazilian? You ever drink Brazilian bold from fucking Dunkin' Donuts? Fuck you. Fuck you. Dunkin' Donuts. Fuck everybody. Fuck all you dumb motherfuckers that pay eight to high. Look at me, antibiotics and anti-fungus. Go to Dunkin' Donuts and get that Brazilian fucking bowl and come back and see me. That's liquid fucking... I guess I gotta do this, huh, boys? I guess I gotta get on here. I just can't run off. What was that player that... Um, what was that player, Buffalo Bills? Remember, he went to the halftime show. It was uh, fucking... I forgot his name. Uh, a defensive guy. They just turned him to a big deal. And at halftime, he go, fucking goes, I'm out. That's how I feel, and this blue streak lives on podcast. No, I'm just kidding, man. I love you guys, man. Welcome. Welcome to week 10, right? Week 10. Week fucking 10, guys. Jesus. Wee. And I'm in the middle of working, but I, I just stopped doing some stuff here, trying to pay the bills or paying people, and I'm just taking a break. Fuck it. My boss can fire me because I, I say I've been going out there. I've been up since five, just rocking and rolling, trying to get Why am I giving you details? I, welcome, everyone. Week 10. Blue streak lives on in... I wanted to start off with this. I, I, I kept, I was on a trip to Europe. I went over to see London, some of your ancestors in, in Ireland. If any people here are Irish listening to the show, um, I went to the uh, London World Sights and Sounds. London is Boston on steroids, in my opinion. Uh, it's New England before New England. So, um, but it's in a big city. Love it. Would highly recommend there. If you're a person that loves the city, being around good people, beers, bunch of pubs. Royal Palace, parks, blah, 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 right? And then Ireland is, obviously, it was beautiful. I did go with a friend, though, that didn't give me a heads up that they were not going to drink heavy. So here I am getting the party started in Dublin. Dublin, Ireland, people. Dublin, at a pub. And my friend's trying to ball hop and only has to chew drink minimum. I'm like, what? What? Huh? You know? Like, I'm, I'm just really flabbergasted by that. How, how can my friend go on a you know trip to ireland it's like it's like going to hawaii and not going to the fucking beach if i'm in dublin and the and the district of party and it's like probably like five or six bars there i'm fucking going ha wicked ha but then, nevertheless i had a great time saw the 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 motherland for some of you and I, I, the, the, what's the countryside of Ireland? Saw that. Went to Dublin, London, all that good shit, man. And here I'm back. I'm back. Woo! You know, I'm comfortable around used people. 
I don't know, man. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, but the one thing I came back and I saw a, and I, and I'm not popular by any chance. If I have two text messages unread, it's like, wow, I'm popular. No one talk, you know, you guys don't call me. You guys don't text me. You guys don't invite me other than Donnie, you know, like, uh, no, no, no one looks out for me. So it's like, you know, so I, I, I just, I'm not used to that much of, of text messages and I'll go ahead and I'm, I, I come from the flight. And I'm saying to myself, what the fuck happened here, right? Why am I getting like, it was like 50 or something messages. I don't even know. And sure enough, it was the Blue Street Caravan. You guys, you ladies were up in arms about something that didn't make any fucking sense at all. Well, you know, I, I haven't looked at the statistics now, right? I, I mean, I'm going to open it up right now. But the trade was, it was Cooper Cup. And the 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 um, it was sweet Ron. It, it was the former, you know, uh, you know, as we all know, the mighty Jags. Former was a partnership, so you know the former owners split up, and they won some championships respectively. So they didn't have a Tom Brady Belichick thing, you know. Both the player and the coach won a championship in this case in, the, in this league, and they had a trade. I looked at it. I automatically thought it was fair, you know, because why did I think it was fair? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's not a very complicated thing. You know, Mighty Jags had Trevor Lawrence running. And I, you guys saw how he did against the 49ers. Getting fucking beat up like a punching bag. And I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence isn't bad. But let's face it. You're not going to have them. He, he, he's not top 10 QB in my opinion. I mean, I, he, he, maybe a week. Maybe. Right? But when we're talking about QBs and you look at Sweet Ron's desire to upgrade on that and then having Nakua and Cup, which one's more expendable? I agree with Sweet Ron. I mean, they're both formidable. I mean, Cooper Cup now, yesterday's price is not today's price. So Cooper Cup last year or two years ago, absolutely. But this year, injuries, Nakua now being in the mix, how can you think that he's still at that same level? Oh, and uh, by the way, let me go ahead and see here. Out of all quarterbacks, if we're going to do the points, and this was before week 10, C.J. Stroud is top 10. He was top 10 last week, and he's still top 10. By the way, he's better than Lamar Jackson, better than Purdy. Better than all these other quarterbacks that people are starting. Right? He's a top 10 quarterback in a 12-man league. I don't see Trevor Lawrence in there. I don't even see him in the top 20. He's like, well, I mean, he's not. He's like 20. No. Guys, relax. Relax. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. Relax. You guys, I don't know who started that conversation. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but you have to fucking relax. There was nothing that was done there. That was a fair trade. Fair trade. Now, did I think it helped both teams. And by the way, and Street Run ended up getting you know, the top receiver in Kansas City. Because they're not able to keep anybody consistent over there. So, 
I thought it was a fair trade. And someone or some of you are just complaining about a collusion. No, 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 guys. That's not a collusion. These guys are trying to win, okay? Now, you know, I, I, again, I don't know who started that count. I didn't even look at it. I just knew it had to be. I was like, a trade happened? Great. Now, I, I'm not going to get on it until I get in front of a mic. Because, but you guys out there chirping about this trade being unequal, respectfully. Respectfully. I love you. I love you all. I do. I could be friends with all of you. I, I, I'm the most easygoing guy. As long as you don't fucking hurt me, I'm good. Because if you hurt me, I try to fuck your girl. <laughs> I'm just okay. I'm, I'm semi-joking, but you know, I, I, I'm known to done that in the past. But I, but anyway, just saying, guys, relax. Like, calm down. Like, relax. That's a fair trade. And and guess and guess what? And guess what the headlines was in week. In week 10, like recapping. Guess what it was? Guess what it fucking was? It was CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Leading the headlines. On a game-winning drive. To upset the Bengals. He did that. He was that guy. A rookie. Okay? So, yeah. It was a fair trade. Cooper Cup from 2020 is not the same Cooper Cup 2023. Relax. He did it once again. CJ Stroud doing some great work. I don't know why he's trying to vouch for his dad that did all these crimes and got a long time. I get it. He did get a long ass time. Uh, you know, in comparison to, you know, I've seen teachers, female teachers, fucking, you know, you know, middle teen schools and they get five years because they're blonde and fucking look sexy as hell look red and you know have hot red lipstick you know what i mean it's like i mean yeah is it a little savage absolutely he probably lived in texas he probably lived in alabama or somewhere in the south because that's one thing boys when you grow up in the south like i did you kind of watch that you know 1990s was still the 1960s in some areas down here you know you gotta watch yourself but uh you northerners don't know anything about that but anywho i just I just saw C.J. Stroud doing his thing, right? That was the thing that I felt was justified, at least with that trade. I was like, lo and behold, you know. Then, in week 10, in Germany, the Patriots didn't, didn't do anything. They fucking sucked. I mean, it's like it, the rumblings already started with Belichick splitting with Kraft. I, I threw a crazy take out there with MVP telling him that, I think, uh, don't be surprised if he goes to the Raiders as far as Belichick, you know. Um, and then you had, you know, the Lions and Chargers in the late night window that, the, I mean, the Lions are, are doing some great things at being at 7-2 at taking on a formidable, te a formidable team in the Chargers um, doing that. Uh, the Ravens uh, fucked up again. I mean, they should have had that division wrap, but they ended up losing to the Browns, um, you know, uh, it was just really weird, man. And then they just finally, the Jets and the Raiders, you know, they had, I mean, uh, Antonio Pierce, Coach Pierce over there in uh, Raiderville uh, doing a couple good things. So hopefully that helps in the fantasy value for some of you. But, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the things that we saw. But in the league, guys, I, you know, the standings right now, real quick, I just want to go over the standings real quick. I mean, right now, it looks like, you know, Kevin is dominating in, in a way that, uh, we haven't ever we haven't ever seen it. It, it, it. This has been the best fucking team imaginable. Even though, uh, even though, 
you know, you got some close ones there. I mean, you got goodness gracious. I mean, you're you know, you're scoring. Kevin is scoring around you know close to twelve hundred points, but he's got competition with Sir Arthur, Honey Bear still in there, and then Burke, Big Burke. He said, you know, fuck Minnow. I'm gonna take your name of the Browns. I'm the Browns. I'm gonna fucking win it all. I love it. I love Burke. I love Burke smacking me around the way he did, did uh, this past Sunday. And, uh, you know, he, he's in the mix. So we have a, a good run here. I mean, gosh. I mean, so 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 many good things going on, boys. I mean, we have a great competition. I'm trying to look at the records here. Um, why is it that Tim Pearson... Oh, because I'm doing it by uh, fucking... Uh, I'm doing it by records. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we, we, we got a competition, boys. Ten teams still in it. Ten teams still in it. That's exciting to see. So let me go over the recap here, boys, and and see that. But I, I felt what that was totally unwarranted heat that you guys were sending over, over Sir Arthur and, and, and you know Sweet Ron. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You know let's 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 be a little bit more. Let's not look at the ceiling. Speculative, right? Let's just you know what I'm saying. Like let's fucking go. So, but I felt that the the game of the week by far was. Even though, uh, you know, Sir Arthur wasn't a top team, I mean, he has a formidable uh, roster, in my opinion. And I think he was going against Kevin, a good test. And, Kevin, you fucking went hard, bro. I mean, you you fucking went super-duper hard, right? I mean, I mean the, the fact that that gave you 50 and that ass-kicking with the Giants. I mean, what's going on in Giants? Where, where's our... Where's our boy, right? Where, where is our boy? Um, fuck, I mean, I forget names. What the fuck? Paul. Remember Paul was a big Giants guy, former um, owner of the league here. What's going on with the Giants? They're sucking big time, making these Cowboys look like rock stars. But when that gives you 50, everything else, you know you're going to have a good day. When the kicker gives you 21 points? Really? Rashad White gave you 15. You're running back. Debo gave you 11. No Brown. That was a nice plug-in. I mean, like I said, I mean, Houston is doing good things, guys. You can't sit here and think that the, this is the Houston Texans. This is a good quarterback. This is There's good things going on there. So we got to give them credit. We got to give credit to, to, to the people in, in, in Houston. Come on, guys. Let's go. All right? But, you know, Kevin, 147 points. I mean, that's a dominating performance with, and you know, you were a fucking jerk, by the way. <laughs> what a fucking jerk. No wonder, no wonder we have Pickett starting, you fuck. So you went ahead, you and Marlo went ahead and got two other quarterbacks on the bench. You guys are fucked. You guys, that's fucked up, Kevin. You did that to me. I know you didn't do that. You didn't do that for Buffalo because he was playing Josh Allen. You did that for me. <laughs> I love it. You're like, Minnow, that motherfucker's talking shit. You know what I'm going to do? I know he's going to need a quarterback. I'm going to get, I'm just going to fucking bench. I'm going to grab quarterbacks off the fucking waiver wire. I'm fucking benching them. Fuck yeah, man. I love it. But no, but Sir Arthur, um, with this dominating win, when you get 117 points, what can you fucking do? I mean, the only thing would have been, a Herculean effort from Josh Allen, which didn't happen. He gave you 19 points. David Montgomery, welcome back. I mean, that, that those lines are looking like the real deal. 17.6. Jerome Ford gave you 10. And CeeDee Lamb took issue with Richard Sherman 
talking about him a couple weeks ago about he's not a top-tier receiver. And ever since then, the last three weeks, I want to say, he's been scorching the earth. And he's giving you 30 and a half points. He came out and said, I'm the best fucking receiver in this fucking league. Wow. And Stephon Diggs didn't give you anything with 3.4. But you had, I mean, it, it would have been a Herculean effort. You would have had to have uh, a game out, a big game out of Josh Allen and Diggs to, to be able to dominate or to at least be in, in on par with what Kevin did. 147 points in a, in a 12-man league. I mean, you're fucking kicking ass. This is meant for you, Kevin. You have it all there. You know, you, you're, you're there, buddy. So let's fucking go. All right? And Sir Arthur, 5-5. Five five. That trade, those guys were talking about, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like I said, I didn't give it any energy. I got off the plane. I said, I got to have sex. You know, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, look, I went, out, I went to London. I called my girl. I said, you know, I, I need to fuck. I, I need to pick me up. I need to fuck all night. You know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? I know Donnie doesn't like that. But, yeah, congratulations to you, Kevin, as you're dominating in the league. Now, next up is my articulate, Oxford-educated friend, Donnie Darlin. Smells like fish. Oh, with an ugly performance against Mighty Jags. And, you know, it's kind of an ugly outing, Donnie, when you're having uh, to lose the way you did to Sweet Run. And, like I said, Trevor Lawrence had a bad outing with uh, Bryce Young. And, <laughs> I mean, now can you imagine? 49ers defense is, is going to be ugly. <laughs> like, that's going to be ugly when they have Bosa and Young coming at you. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. They got that Williams, that big fucking hog an offensive line when you know they're pulling like a screen and he's fucking running downhill. <laughs> you know, 49ers are built. Like I, I would say if I was a betting man in the NFL, I would say 49ers are, are probably one of the top three teams this year for sure. Um, if they worked a home field advantage, they're going to be the team to beat, in my opinion, um, in the NFC at least. So, But uh, anyway, you know, Trevor Lawrence just gave you a measly 5.7, and Devin Singletary, and your running backs came through, Ramonde Stevenson, and, and Devin Singletary came through. Your receivers did okay. You know, I mean, like I said, 100 points. 100 points is, is what you want to shoot for in a 12-man league. TJ Hawkinson, that was a pleasant surprise as well. Looks like Dobbs is it was a pleasant uh, a pleasant trade for Minnesota with everything happening with Kirk Cousins and and now they plug in Dobbs. He was the odd man out in Arizona. They were able to it's a win-win hopefully for both teams and it's definitely a win-win for us to have Minnesota players. So I'm hoping for Kevin uh, that once uh, his guy comes back, uh, it, 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 it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough to beat him. You know what I'm saying? Like because. When you're having that, I mean, he, remember, he's doing, you're doing all this, buddy, with Justin. Kevin is doing all this with his number one overall on the fucking bench, by the way. So, you know, I went back to that. Sorry, Kevin. I'm giving you a kudos, right? I mean, it's like, I, I got to just tell like it is. But, yeah, you just had a great outing. Colts defense came through, 100 points. But, you know, Donnie, that was a good move as well. I, I picked up Kyler Murray in my Yahoo League uh, off the waiver wire because I, I felt that he was going to come in and be productive. I don't know who, uh, you know, with Tua having a buy, especially, I think that was a good move. Pollard disappointing. They, they didn't come through with the points, five and a half. And uh, you had, you know, George Pickens, which was a shitty outing for anybody that was playing any Pittsburgh people uh, this past Sunday, including myself. Uh, Pickens and Deontay didn't give you anything. Logan Thomas gave you five. It was a very low score, and only two people gave you t double digits, and that was it. 
and there wasn't anything on the bench that I see here that would have helped you, my friend. So I don't, I, I don't get it. You know, I, I think you're gonna have to just figure it out as you go along. But this week wasn't your week as you went down to four and six, but you're still in the mix. You're still in the mix. So, but congratulations to you, sweet Ron. And let me tell you, Ron, I, I don't care what they say. That was a fair trade. You got it. You're in Sir Arthur. You're good with me. So. I wasn't diving into that bullshit, though, but congratulations. Next up, we have Money Never Sleeps, another, you know, four to six showdown. And look at Carter coming through. Hey, Carter's saying it's not over. That Deshaun Watson that was stinking it up early in the year, guess what? He's giving me 20. You know, Jameer Gibbs, Menno, that you were telling me wasn't doing anything for you? Yeah, he gave me 23. That Kareem Hunt I picked up? Yeah, nine and a half. Amarad, we know 23 points. Keenan Allen, wow, 31 points. What the fuck? Taysom Hill. You know, Taysom Hill is such a tease, right? Taysom, Taysom Hill reminds me of, like, the hot girl that you're flirting with at work. And once in a while, she like, you just, you know, you kind of, she likes flirting with you. And you have, like, a secret chat going on. And then she just kind of sends you, like, a like a semi-nudie pic, like a, like a tit halfway out but no nipple. You know? And, and you get all excited, like, okay, this may be the one. Right, we're gonna fuck in the bathroom, and no, no, we're not doing any of that. Two point three. That's Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. It's like he should be giving you ten points, ten to fourteen points, but all he does is give you two points, five points, and then he'll come up with sixteen. You know, it, it, it's just one of those like pure fucking tees. Michael Pittman gave you nine point four. Texas defense gave you seven, and uh, you know there, there was nothing that um, such a close game. I mean, uh, these are uh, when you're, you're getting 40 points from your quarterback, when you're getting over 20 from your running backs, close to 20 from your receivers, and your flex gave you 22. Irv Smith couldn't come through with more? Really? 0.6? Jesus Christ. And then, Ty yeah, Tyler Conklin would have been the guy, would have pushed you through. Man, that's what happens in fantasy. You know what, Diesel. It's like that one week fucks it all up. So I hope um, great outing. You know, there, there, there's no such thing as more wins, right? Um, especially I know how, how much you like to win. But, um, you know, it's funny because uh, me and Diesel, like we played a little bit in leagues and won championships together. But one time, he you know, he, he gets real heated. He, he gets real jerky. You know, no one knows about that, Diesel. Like he, he's like real... If he doesn't get it his way, he's gonna be an asshole to you about it. And I, I'm the kind of guy I'm like, well, I'm I'm nice, but if you're coming at me for no reason, I, I'm. And you know, Diesel being Diesel, just kind of deflecting frustration out of me. I'm like, no, bro, like we're 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 not we're not doing this. I, I'm not the guy. I, I'm working hard. I'm doing dirty work. I'm, I'm passing up points to give to you fucks because I can grab the rebound. Think about me, guys. You guys never realize this. I can grab the rebound. I could dribble the ball. I don't care about full court pressure. Ask my college coach about full court pressure with me. I dealt with that. It's like fucking eating it for breakfast. I, I, I don't get bothered with bringing the ball up. So imagine me. I'm the biggest guy in the amateur court at Veterans. I could grab the rebound. I could ball handle it and bring it up and score every fucking time. Okay? That's how I can play. But I don't do that. I did that one time, though. I, I, that, that's another story. But anyway. Um, but anyway, congrats, congratulations to you, Carter. Um, <laughs> I'll go into that story later. It was real funny. Oh man, but yeah, but I, I, it's Carter, you're you're back in it, boss. Hey, 
I love it. It, it, it gets me excited. Next up, there's my guy, my nemesis, Pearson. I, no, no postings on Facebook. I usually creep up on, I creep on him a little bit on Facebook, but uh, he tried to get his act together, but it wasn't good enough against uh, my man MVP. And MVP, you know, he's in it. He's a, he's a stealthy six and four. You guys, we haven't talked about MVP enough. You know, I give him a hard time because he just shows up on the draft and he shits the bed every fucking time. And right now, look, he's six and four, guys. He's in the mix. He, why is he in the mix? Because Gerald Boros waking the fuck up, okay? He's in it because Bijan is getting in that groove. DK Metcalf is giving him points. George Kittle, which we all know is a great tight end, he's finally getting some action, okay? And he's not hurt. So guess what? He's going to be legit. I, I, I don't want to go into the standings, but as far as the rankings of tight ends, but he's having a good year so far. You try to do that 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 slick move of Algier on the flex, and I get it because I think I would have done that knowing that they both get an equal share. Nowadays, that's not a bad move. Nowadays, to put like two same running backs from the same team, it's not a bad move because now the, all these teams don't have a, a bell cow running back like it was with Derrick Henry, right? And look at that. And he gave you two points. How crazy is that? Buccaneers defense gave you 12 gold bucks. Fucking got him. They're not running on us, I'll tell you that. And then Dustin Hopkins, he 14. So that was a close one, though, with Pearson. You know, uh, he came through with, <laughs> it's funny, because uh, he got Sam Howell for 32. Saquon gave him six. I mean, it was a valiant effort. You got to give it, you got to give kudos to the guys that are that are doing this thing, that are, that are trying to put in the effort and doing and trying to win. I love it, Rob. I love that you're going into it. Uh, but no, MVP is stealthy six and four, guys. I mean, this is really, he had 51 points on the bench as well. I mean, guys, this is a formidable team. I'm telling you, I just gave you, you know, if I looked at the standings, guys, I will say, you know, he's in there. He's in the playoffs as we speak. If we go playoff brackets right now, guys, MVP and Menno are going at it. MVP and Menno are going at it. So just let letting you guys know what's going on. I don't don't get it twisted. Don't let it don't fucking get it twisted. Fucking MVP is in it. He he's working working. And uh it is definitely good to see and, and I'm very excited for him. I, you know, as long as it's not a win over me. That's all I fucking care about, you know. So but uh, but anyway, it was really exciting. Congratulations to you, MVP as you're a stealthy 6 and 4. Next up is myself and Burke. And I love I love when Burke smacks me around a little bit, right? I mean, it's like you need that reality check. As a, as a person, I need a reality check. And I and I got mine this week. I landed. I saw Greg had Kenny Pickett going. I said, great. Then there was our, we had one of the guys that was out hurt. So I had to plug in Marquise. So, you know, I understood, Greg, that you had to give Kenny because, because again, I mean, I looked at the options. It wouldn't matter. It, it didn't matter. You know, it's like, and then fucking Kevin is hoarding all the fucking quarterbacks. Yeah, we don't have a lot of options. Like, I would have liked to have started a kicker because there were kickers that were getting more points than some of these quarterbacks. It, it, it's fucking crazy. This is not defense of 1999 or the 2001 Ravens, whatever the fuck, right? This is, this is... This is the free-for-all. So how can I – this is why there's certain positions that 
you either get it or you don't, right? Like, and I think quarterback is one of those. Like when you see a guy come in, he does a great job. He he'll keep getting better unless he gets hurt, right? That's how I feel. And Kenny Pickett hasn't shown us anything, in my opinion, that it's even close to being a franchise quarterback. So, but whatever. But we had to start him. I get it. Um, but it wouldn't have been enough firepower anyway. I mean, we just had lackluster effort all across the board. But you know, Burko knows Burko's Browns know what they're doing. Lamar Jackson, even though he threw that pick six, he came up with a 19, which is fine. Kenneth Walker and Javante Williams gave you some very steady points there. Your receivers was nothing to to get excited about, but close enough to get you in that 100-point mark. Exactly. And Cole Komet, 5.6. James Conner, 7.3. You know, I mean, look, Burke, you're putting in good work. You're putting in great fucking work. And that was a great fucking win against a real good team that, that we have. You know, ours is a three-headed monster. It's Taylor, Kelsey, which has been, ever since he's dating, you know, Taylor Swift, he he's like a tight end, too. I mean, like, you know, it's like, it's like what the fuck's going on, Kelsey? You know, but he has a bye week. Hopefully, he gets his sex in. Like, you know, I get it. I get it. Like, I get it, boy. I, my dick, I, I need some, too. I get it. But we need, we need production. And I'm venting to Greg. Not, not. I'm mad. I'm not mad at him. Right I'm just mad at Travis Kelsey. What the fuck? What the fuck? We picked you fucking three. Fuck. Anyhow, congratulations, bro. I mean, you're you're the man of the hour. I I can't wait for you to throw it in my face. I know you're being quiet, but I know that that slide text is gonna come. I know it. I know it. So I'm waiting for it, guys. Don't worry about it. I'll wait for it. And the last game of the recap here is the, you know, the the spawns of of, of, of Dr. Woods, of, of, you know, my man, Mr. Woods. The Young Woods brothers, man. Another tough loss against Honey Bear. Honey Bear, I guess he's one of the, the if you know, top two teams in the league. And he's showing you why because he, any any anytime he plugs and plays anybody, they, they get him results. It doesn't matter if it's Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter if it's Geno Smith. He's going to get points out of that position. He got 31 points from Geno this week. Christian McCaffrey, what a great story, being healthy. Again, 49ers, I think, is the team beating the NFC. Uh, had a great outing there with 15 points. Alvin Kamara, welcome. We know you can do that, Alvin, so you stuck with him. And I think that's going to pay off as we go later on in the season into playoffs. Mike Evans, welcome fucking back. You dropped that one ball. You had to make up for it, so I'm glad. 21.3. Thielen gave you five. Mark Andrews gave you four. Najee Harris was the only positive thing that happened in Pittsburgh. Um, the Bears' defense was okay. And, you know, Young Hoku, he's, you know, I mean, he's, he's not what he used to be, but he did a solid performance for you. But, uh, you know, when you have 52 points on the bench and you were able to win by over 30, I, I want to say close to 30, you got to say you got a pretty good, pretty good fucking team. And, and with that said, Young Woods Brothers, when you're not able to, you got to bring your A game every time now. And Baker Mayfield surprisingly gave you 25 points, and Josh Jacobs came through with some, some points. And Jamar Chase. When Burrow wakes up, everyone else is doing good. But Jahan Dotson gave you zero. Miles Sanders gave you a point. Right now, what I'm seeing with you boys is that, and then you had a bunch of buys too. That, you know, that's kind of the thing. It's like that you're always going to have that one team or two in the league that are going to get hurt uh, with just simply on the win possibilities because of how many guys they have on buys. And the Woods brothers have one, two, three, four. They had a defense and three guys in there. 
and um, and the fact that Justin Fields wasn't even uh, you know he was hurt still. So it you really had to put something stupendous out there. And if you could have put Brandon Cooks out there, sure, but it wouldn't have been enough. I mean, it was uh, just too 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 much to overcome in, in, in this one. So I think with that said, boys, that's the wrap up. I mean, I'm just really excited for you guys and. As we head down the stretch here with the standings, it's a free-for-all, man. It, it, it really is uh, coming down to the wire. I I really think that now, as we all know, these last four or five weeks are, are going to be the most important ones uh, as we head into playoff mode. And Oh, man, Kevin, I hate you, man. <laughs> but I love you guys. Well, all right, man, that's it for Week 10, boys. And um, I am out. You and I have been friends for, what, five, six years? You've come to master this sport from your end. I am the master of this sport from my end. And you know what really irks a lot of people out there? If you know any history about Ric Flair, you know that the difference between me and just about everybody else is I was born with a golden spoon in my mouth. Nobody likes that. They might say Ric Flair's a good guy. It's the old adage that you like to hear somebody's doing pretty good, but you don't want to hear they're doing better than you. You see? And the bottom line is, my whole career, I've always done better than anybody else. Only because of one reason. I was born with a golden spoon. I inherited the ability I inherited the money. I inherited the God-given best looks in the world today. And with this, I dress myself in ultra suede. I dress myself in cashmere. Yeah. I dress myself in $100 pleated slacks. I dress myself in alligator shoes. I wear a $15,000 Rolex. I got Mercedes Benz, Rolls Royce, the biggest house on the biggest hill.